a priest, his brother, and a married guy walk into a podcast to discover the deepest truths of our day. If you're a seeker of ancient wisdom, interdimensional museums, and the Baltimore Catechism, then this is not the show for you. You're listening to the Untitled Catholic Podcast. And it starts right now. Untitled Catholic Podcast number 19. If I'm doing our math correctly, that's one away from 20. Do we have like a special plan for our 20th episode together, gentlemen? Uh, no. I say we save it for the 25th episode. 25th, that's fair. Yeah, that's like, that's like a, a more natural quarter, anniversary. A quarter of a century of episodes. Yes. That's double the amount of time people thought we would be on. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Nolan, for I know, and half looking. of our listeners, <laughs> and half of our... <laughs> hey, that's double of what we normally have. We have two dozen now. Um, I know everyone that's listening, dozen. Nolan. <laughs> everyone listening is wondering the same thing that I'm wondering: Is your beard always this big that you have it right now, or is this like a no shave November thing? Um, I mean, I've had a bigger beard than this before. But I haven't shaved. I mean, I haven't had a beard since, like, February or March, I think. So this is the first time you've had a beard in a while. Yes. and But it was, See, it was kind of an accident. Is, that a, is there a story that goes with that? Or <laughs> Not really. You accidentally I just got have a beard. lazy. <laughs> 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 and I was like, I, I let it get to a ball. point where... Where, like, I, in order to not seem really lazy, I had to just grow a beard and make it look like I had been that in the plan all along. <laughs> what you say that there was, it was an accident. Like, you accidentally threw out all your razors and blades, and then you just haven't shaved since. Like, I ab- accidentally stumbled across this facial hair. Like, I, I, <laughs> you, I was an unsuspecting you, victim to the facial hair. You tried it on in the store? Oh my gosh, what a gift, though, that would be. Could you imagine... Because people I would can't love grow that beards. If you could just put a beard on whenever you wanted to. I, I know, but well, some people can't grow a beard at all. It's like sad. I, I'm, I'm grateful to be able to just grow a beard whenever I want to. But just imagine not being able to. It's depressing. Yeah, what a pathetic livelihood. Part of me defines my whole life based on the ability to grow a beard. Oh, absolutely! It's a, it's a gift from God. I always say, and and, and anyone who anyone who makes a comment negative about your beard. Probably jealous they can't grow one themselves. That's how I Probably feel. Sean usually has the ferocious beard, but Nolan's now taking the taking the uh, crown here. Except yeah. it's a lot more gray than it used to be. That's all right. <laughs> Is that because of this podcast? No, it's because no, he's almost that's fifty. The hair. How dare you? He's almost because he's almost fifty. I'm not almost fifty. <laughs> you're you're you're. Um, you're closer to 15 Sean. than Justin and I are. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, but it's still. How much, by how much, though? I'm, I'm quite a distance away from 50. Yeah. I think, I think you're okay. Father Sean, as everyone notices, is clean-shaven. I read an article that the new thing is, like, it's called the long beard. So you grow out the hair in your chin, kind of trim the side, and you just let that grow. That's what that's I like was doing last year. See, I don't feel like yeah, I could pull that I'm, off. But now that's the in thing to do. It's for the kids, Nolan. I'm just saying. Just you should do it for the kids. No. When, <laughs> when, they say, when they say it's for the kids, it means it's for the kids to do. 
it's for old men like <laughs> me to uh, say, get off my lawn. <laughs> <laughs> Father no, Sean, how are like you? Classic beard. I'm doing well. Got a lot of fires on the stove right now, which is good. A lot of irons in the fire. Yeah, was that? Did I say that wrong? I don't know. I say it all. I used to say coals in the fire, and I know that's wrong. Why don't you make like a tree and get out of here? <laughs> <laughs> um, is there any any up? Well, so last week we did not put out an episode, um, because it was Thanksgiving week and schedules were tough. You could throw me under the bus. Go ahead, Justin. You could throw me under the bus. It was my fault. (laughs) Well, we have any time set. I didn't have any of my recording microphone. (laughs) And the quality sounded okay, but it wasn't like it was kind of poppy. So I never told you guys what I was using. No, what were you using? (laughs) I actually plugged in um, the uh, microphone from the Wii game Rockstar. And I was surprised it even recorded at all, like it came through at all, but it did. And it actually sounded better than I thought it would sound. It, it did sound a lot better. It would have been better but if you th- just used the computer's built-in mic. You think so? I don't know about I don't, that. No, I, I tested both of them, and it was way worse when I... It was way better when I used the Rockstar mic. Yeah, that's what I mean. It was definitely better. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I won't say but what, I would you named the, um, what you named the episode that you tested. Yeah. Don't. I might get testy about it. Yeah. That's it. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I want to say something very important right now. Uh, we'll see how important it is. It is very important. Yeah, we'll, we'll and if you don't think this. it's important, then neither yeah. of you can be on this podcast anymore. Well, well I didn't know that this was... Uh... You've been trying to bump us for a while now, so... No, I actually like both of you, but if I have to bump you, I will. Are you the the owner of the podcast? Captain. Yes, Yes, I am the owner. I am the owner of the podcast, and I could give you a couple reasons why. Do you want to hear them? Owner, general manager, coach. You want to hear the reasons why why I'm the owner? Because you edit it. One... (laughs) I edit it. That's number one above yeah. all things. If I Wait, don't let's edit try to it, guess. it doesn't go out. So that's number one. This is a good game. Let's try to guess. Number two. <clears throat> can you guess what number two is? You can. You can. T- you have the ability to turn bread into Jesus. That that has nothing to do with this podcast. Number two. Uh, what do you mean? It has everything to do with this podcast. It it's a priest, yeah. a married guy, and a, your brother. I know. It makes for <laughs> your brother podcast. <clears throat> but. But number two is I paid for the hosting of the podcast. That's true. That so, is true. Are you sure about that? Yes, you paid for it sure, last year, and then it ran I'm out. Sure I, and I'm pretty sure I just repaid for it because it came up on a credit card of mine. Well, then we're both paying yeah. for it, I think. You are paying for it, if that's the well, case. We gotta figure that out because I have I have a credit card that I don't use for anything, but it, I think it's still linked to this. And well, I when does it run out it. again? It's a year. I remember buying it recently because it. I don't know if you did. I pretty. I know I did. Maybe you did, but you bought it with your brother's credit card. No, 
I don't think so. <laughs> you, I think you might have. We got to figure this out off air. This is another topic. Yeah. We're paying twice boring, to host this podcast. Well, anyway, <laughs> that that so is... therefore, if if only one of those things is true, that you edit this, then I don't I don't know. I think we all. We I know I paid stakes. for it because I remember having to pay for it again when. Um, uh, what's it called? When we when we switched over to Nolan, it, you weren't able to download the old episodes because what am I no software? One... <laughs> yes, <laughs> yes. We made the switch over to Nolan. <laughs> we had our own count, an untitled council, and then we made the switch. Over. <laughs> Am I an operating system or something? Yeah. <laughs> All right, now we're way off topic, and I'm not—I'm not trying to hold this over your heads. I'm just saying, we—we we got a part of our job on this podcast. Nolan and I's job, Father Sean, is to keep you in check. You know what? Make sure I actually, head, I don't what? mind being a—I don't mind being a role player. Father, be Father the, Sean, keep can take that, check? Uh, that credit. Yeah. Uh, I'll yeah, be uh, I'll be the Charles Oakley to your Patrick Ewing. There you go. Yeah, what does that and, make but me none of them ever won a championship, I so. so I don't know if we want to make that comparison. That's true. Fine, you could be LeBron, Nolan's Wade, and I'll be Chris Bosh. Why can't I just <laughs> be Father Sean, who owns the podcast? Because what fun is that? <laughs> <laughs> I feel like you're one step away. You from think anyone cares you if you're just Father too. Sean? No, I think I think the way. <laughs> that this is the way this works is i'm i'm dan gilbert you're lebron justin and 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 nolan's iman shumpert yeah but that, 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 <laughs> that, that analogy doesn't work and it, and 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 it definitely starts with the iman shumpert reference but let's be honest lebron james lebron james owns the calves right but but, calves. but dan gilbert pays he so pays, it, but it, he doesn't what, have any control. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. You would be. I'm not saying I'm in LeBron. control. I just said that I own the podcast. That's the only Father Sean. Now let's call a spade a you spade. Would, you're 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 one step away from saying you own us too. I was giving yeah, I was giving the impression that I owned you <laughs> to make you afraid and listen to me, but I don't really have any authority over you. Now that I told you that, it completely ruins the whole thing. Excellent. Everything's going according to plan. All I wanted to say was this. All I wanted to say was this. Thank you, John McQuaid, for putting your money where your mouth is. He gave us $5 via Venmo because we mentioned kombucha (laughs) on the last episode. So thank you, John McQuaid. Thank you, John McQuaid. So if we mention kombucha again, John McQuaid, what does that mean? Hopefully another $5. Nolan, how was your Thanksgiving? I feel like we were supposed to ask that five minutes ago. Yeah. It was great. I ate turkey and stuffing and mashed potatoes. How's that? There you go. Father Did I do Sean, that right? Your Thanksgiving? Did I do yeah, that no, right, Father Sean? <laughs> yeah. Is that if okay, I don't like Father it, Sean? I'll just cut it out on the editing floor. Actually, it, Let's was, be it honest. was fantastic. I like Thanksgiving a lot. So do I. Me three. I, it ruined I my uh, day when I woke up and saw that the Giants were on, though. <laughs> that, was, that was a terrible... It's like both these were trying to to lose. To lose? <laughs> yeah, who, who could be worse? 
All all I know is I want Kirk Cousins to be a Jet. That's all I'm going to say. But that's for our Untitled Sports Podcast. So you can go, you like that? You like that? He said that? <laughs> he was the guy, yeah, right? He said, that, he said that to the GM. How you like me now after they won a game? And now they only have four wins, so. He, he, there's that there's that meme where he comes like, or that, that video clip where he comes barging into the locker room and he's like, you like that? You like that? <laughs> <laughs> I don't have time for TV. <laughs> Which we you're, all know is not, not true Since we had a whole segment dedicated to the TV that we watched That's true You don't have How time for TV because you're watching too much Netflix Yeah, exactly. yeah you're, you're, exactly too, right. you're too busy with memes My Thanksgiving would have been better if you were there, Justin Yes, Aww. likewise That that deserves a sound effect in the uh, editing room Yeah a small violin. I, I spent Thanksgiving in Nashville, and it was very nice. It was different, though, because Thanksgiving is one of my favorite holidays to be home as well. But next year. Oh, there's no place like place home like for the holidays. holidays. Knock it so off. It's not even Advent yet. Have you started? Well, maybe you answered my question already. Have you started Christmas decorating? Actually, Nick. actually, no, for the first time ever, I put my lights up, or at least some of my lights up outside the weekend of Thanksgiving. But I didn't light them yet because I am not finished. And B, as I already stated, it's not even Advent yet. But I had a nice day on so Saturday, and I was figured it was a good day to do it. I do wait. I try to, yeah. I mean, I wait less and less every year because the kids are really into it. But, yeah, if it was, like, completely up to me, I wouldn't put Christmas decorations up until, like, the week of. I would I would put my Christmas tree up on Christmas Eve. Really? That's yeah, the way you technically should do it. Because Christmas season doesn't start until Christmas. Yeah. But, I mean, well, I'm, I'm so far removed from that. Like my lights right will be after Thanksgiving next guy. week. I was actually having up already. a conversation with somebody recently that was compl- I was at Chaminade where Justin and I went to high school, hearing mm-hmm. confessions, and um, one of the priests that was there. What was the best confession you heard? <laughs> yeah, go. <laughs> <laughs> All right, you're officially off the podcast because you're trying to get me excommunicated. <laughs> <laughs> um, the- I tried um, to just trick you into excommunication. <laughs> um, so the the best confession I heard. No, um, <laughs> this, when we were waiting, there, there was one priest was saying how um, he was make trying to make a joke about how um, the public school in his parish um, is more Catholic than Shamanad because they didn't put up their Christmas tree. Yeah, but they probably don't put a Christmas tree up at all. Yeah, I know. I, I think he was just trying to joke about it. So I oh, said, okay. I said, well, maybe that high school is is a Jesuit high school. Did he like this, it? Are we supposed to laugh there? Or what happens here? I'm gonna probably cut that out. That's what. <laughs> oh no, we mentioned Jesuits. Jabba Quaid's supposed to give us money for that too. So I was trying to make yeah. a Jesuit oh, joke. Okay. It doesn't even have to be relevant. You just have to mention it. You just have to. You just have to say it. Well, I was those, trying to say that a public that school know. is as Catholic as a Jesuit school. That's the bad joke that I was trying to make. 
Gotcha. Okay, but you just sorry, to Jesuit. Sorry for living. For for the record, though, in case anyone listening doesn't know this, that one a priest cannot ever say what they hear in confession, um, and number two, if they were to say it out loud, they can be excommunicated. Is that right? Right. If you reveal the sins and and in any way indicate the person that may have said them. That being so said, I to, what was the juiciest sin you heard today, and who said it? <laughs> <laughs> I went. I went to. Uh, does this count? I went to uh, confession recently, and there was a guy, uh, a, a guy, a priest, that was in the confessional, but he was practically yelling. So you could almost hear everything that the person was confessing because of his response, but like not really. But you could hear certain things, and you're trying to tune it out. But you, it was he was so loud that. I mean, he was practically, I mean, he was an older man, but he was practically yelling. Yeah, that's not the so same he point. thing. He probably couldn't hear himself. He probably couldn't hear, but I went and I said, Father, I'm going to lower my voice because there's people outside, um, and I hope you do the same. And then you it said worked that? A little bit and, yeah. And then it worked for a little bit, and then towards the end of what he was saying, he started yelling again. <laughs> so, you know, you really yeah. got to... Like, have you so ever, let's have you ever thought of? That's how it was. He's like, so th- does your wife know that? And he said like that, and I was like, whoa! What he's talking about? So he sounded like thought, Monsignor uh, McDonald. No, Mon- no, Monsignor McDonald doesn't sound like that. Monsignor McDonald sounds like this. <laughs> I wish he listened to this, but he would like this. Yeah, maybe podcast. he does. I don't know. I think he would too. That, that would put us at uh, thirteen listeners. I think. And then he would make. Know, then could, he would I make could... fun of us for doing it. Yeah, I feel like yeah. I could picture him just being like podcasts, podcasts. What are you wasting time with podcasts? What are you wasting? Time? You should be out you saving when souls. Would you be Jesus at, at the gates of heaven? And you look at him, and he says, "What have you done for me?" You'll look back and say, "Podcasts." But what is this <laughs> podcast, you poor slob? And on that note, let's take a break. Justin, I welcome back. I was gonna say, Justin, you you I know you usually start the next segment, but I'm really excited about something right now. I feel like a new trend that we've um had on this podcast <laughs> is me trying new drinks. Whether I, it's I, I like how you you had you were so excited about it, you had to introduce your own segment. <laughs> because I was afraid if you brought us right back, you would start the segment that you wanted to do and we'd forget about this. No, have, what have I ever forgotten a segment? I don't know. See, easy, LeBron. All right, do you? <laughs> Father LeBron. I have. But we have been doing a new segment, and it's a thing now. So, I have Jap- Japan's number one green tea brand, and this is Oi Ocha unsweetened green tea <laughs> with roasted rice. Timing. Pork fried rice. No, it has a lot of vitamin C. It has no sugar. Ooh. It has 20 milligrams of sodium. I'm opening it now. 
What, what, what can you tell us about the bottle? The bottle is is uh, a yellowish orange bottle, and I would the best way to describe the color of the drink is that if you when you wake up in the morning and go to the bathroom, feeling like P Diddy. It's it's like that. It's that kind of a color, like a dehydrated person. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> sounds appetizing. It sounds yeah. Has it smell? It, smell, it, it smell. smells like roasted rice. <laughs> okay, here we All go. Right. <laughs> <laughs> the, Father it, Sean drinking the Tai Chi. It, it tastes like rice water. Green tea. <laughs> Does it taste anything like green tea? No, not a lot. I taste much more rice than I taste green tea. <laughs> He's still he went for a second swig too. First, first swig, shame on them. Second swig, shame on you. I, I wish everyone could. I wish everyone could see your face. <sighs> I'll take a still. You're like, I'll take a still of my face, and then we can put that on our Patreon. If you give I us, I mean, should we really be surprised that that rice doesn't taste good in liquid form? <laughs> it doesn't taste bad. You're drinking. What if it's come to you just drinking white rice water on our podcast? <laughs> it's not white rice water. It's very, very dark, orangey, yellow rice water. Where did you find that? So, uh, uh, <laughs> it's like good, but not at the same time. I I had recently we had talked about um, trying to eat healthier and stuff like that. When I told the lady who cleans here, who's like obsessed with this kind of stuff, she bought me all of these things, and she bought me regular green tea and this green tea, and she got like a whole bunch of it, like four bottles. Altogether, which to me is a whole bunch of. Does it make you wish and long for kombucha? Um, I can this I can drink better than easier than kombucha because the kombucha kind of is very vinegary. You have to commit oh. to the kombucha. If someone gave me this in a cup and I started drinking it, I'd be like, ah, I could work with that. Next next time I'll try just the regular green tea. Great slogan. You know, you know, I can work with this. All the writing is in Japanese, except for the things that I said. <laughs> maybe the top, maybe the name of it is I can work with this. <laughs> no, I don't know if this would be fun or not, but maybe you should try a cranberry Sprite because it's for just Christmas. I know it's not doesn't go with the healthy drink thing, but it's probably very delicious. I'll try that. We should, um, if anyone has any suggestions of weird things that I should drink... Please tweet us, email us, write a comment on Facebook. We're listening. Or read. Actually, just yeah, call Father Sean. He's waiting by Father the phone Sean, right yeah. now. Yeah. Probably everyone who listens to this has your number, Father Sean. So That's not true. Anyway, um, a week, uh, almost two, coming up on two weeks ago, Nolan, I saw you at NCYC. That's right. It was my first NCYC ever. And I am uh, I'm curious to hear of your experience. For those who don't know, it's the National Catholic Youth Conference. It pulls about, 
what was did they say like twenty eight thousand people? I had heard initially that it was gonna be twenty five thousand, and then like by the end of the weekend, the number I was hearing was twenty two thousand, which is still a large amount. That's a lot people. of people, and it's at Lucas. Oil I had no stadium. idea it was. I had no idea until we got there that that, that it was gonna be in a football stadium. Really? So where did you think yeah. it was? I thought it was like um like in a like an arena like maybe like the Verizon Center or something. Like in, in like I was kind of thinking like the youth rally at in Washington D.C. Like yeah. a basketball arena or a hockey arena. So and then you get there that's where what, the Colts uh, play. Yeah. And and I was I was like I totally like missed we like drove by Lucas Oil and I was with our buddy Father Dave and he was like, did you just see that? And I was like, see what? And he's like, uh, Lucas Oil Stadium. We just passed it. And I had no idea because I was well on a lookout for a steak and shake. <laughs> I've never eaten there. Is it good? It's fantastic. And it's ridiculously cheap. How much for a burger? Like four bucks gets you like a burger, fries, and um, a milkshake. That, there's it's no like, way that that's good for you in any kind of way. Oh, I mean, it tastes delicious. It made me happy. I don't see how it can't be good for me. So was that the <laughs> highlight of your trip? No, no. There were there were better moments than that. But that was a highlight of the trip, I would say. So overall, um, you've been to many different events, World Youth Days, Steubenville conferences, retreats, yada, yada, yada. What was your impression of NCYC? Just overall. Yeah, over, overall, it was definitely unique. Um, it was a lot like World Youth Day in the sense that you really get a big sense of like the universal church, and that mm-hmm. was cool, at least in our country. So it has definitely has that quality to it. I mean, there's no denying there's uh, a lot of uh, a lot of people there, a lot of young people there, a lot of youth groups. You meet people from all over, that kind of thing. There is everything that you would want to be at a conference like that. Um, when it comes to like fantastic speakers, really like the best of the best, awesome music, um, Toby Mac, and yeah, he was he was great, and and so was Matt Marr, and um, you know all the uh, all the good things that you would want in a in a retreat conference type experience with young people was there. I think my only critique, or my main critique, is that like anything and everything that was Catholic or calls itself Catholic, was there, was present. And it was almost like overload. Like you could mm-hmm. totally you could totally go there and with the right leadership have a really, really incredible sacramental um, experience. All that was there. But But you could also like go there <laughs> with the group. Yeah, well, I'm just I'm just saying No like, no 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 I I, of you, like, I have you, something to say after you're done, so go ahead. I hope so. I'm waiting for that. But you, you have, you could also, you could also go there and like come back, um, really having missed out on opportunities. I think um, mm-hmm. it really, it, it, you know, like daily mass is is there, but you have to go out of your way to go there. And um, there's workshops, and then there's this this big thematic village that has like everything from vendors to chances to meet speakers and and play games and and sign up for different things it's 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 almost too much 
So I, a lot of people will rip on like Steubenville conferences and stuff like that. But at the center of all the Steubenville conferences are the sacraments, particularly the yeah. Eucharist. And one of the critiques I've heard of NCYC, which I've never been to, is that sometimes that stuff isn't always there. And I know um, from someone who was um, involved in planning this year that, um, that, that there was an emphasis to um, emphasize uh, some of the sacraments a little bit more, making it more accessible. Um, and, and that's, those are conversations that are being had from what I, what I understand, but I'm not knocking anything cause I, I never been there. I've never experienced it. It was just funny. As soon as you started saying that, I knew that the butt was going to be, or you could go and not get any of that. Yeah. I mean, that's, that's really the reality. Like it was all there. All the good stuff was there. There was, you know, uh, it was Adoration Chapel. There was um, confessions, and they were they mentioned confessions quite often. They were easy to get to. They um, there was daily mass offered. There was it was even mass in the extraordinary form offered one day. Like any anything and everything under the Catholic umbrella was an option and was there. But it's just like what you choose as a leader to make a priority. Right. So it, it stem. I mean, you're saying it stems down to the leader. Like it could be a very fruitful experience if you have someone that kind of prepares ahead of time, gets a balance yeah, of I mean, entertainment. I didn't have prayer. I didn't have young people. Yeah, with us. Like it was just it was me and Father Father Dave and a, and a fellow campus minister um, from who, from Holy Trinity um, or from somewhere else. No, from Our Lady of Mercy. Um, oh, uh, Teresa. Teresa I don't know if she listens, but if you're listening, Teresa, she might. She might have started listening because I kind of badgered about it. She, I, I, I don't have black Teresa hair. Now. I mean, I do have black hair. I now refer to Teresa as Tino, by the way, so as not to be confused with Tilo. Yeah, the Untitled Tilo podcast. Yeah, we always have to mention her at least once a podcast yeah. too. Apparently, shout out to Tilo. So, um, overall, did you like Toby Mac? Was that fun? That was a lot of fun. I had never seen him before. Um, I had seen Newsboys, but um, obviously that's not Toby Max gig. Yeah. And no one, um, no one, no one likes. He the was Newsboys, a lot better than them. So yes, he, yeah, he he was in, infinitely better than them. Yeah, um, I'm glad you said that. Uh, and then we got to see each other post Toby Mac for a little while, which was good. That was a lot of fun. But unfortunately, we did not really get to connect much after that. It's a busier weekend. I for will me. say this. I will say this one thing. I uh, didn't mean to cut you off, Justin, but I don't mm-hmm. know if you noticed how much of the conference you got to walk around and see. Mm-hmm. But I will say this, and this might ruffle a lot of feathers, but I'm willing to take that risk. The hats creep me out. <laughs> that was like a so, big thing I noticed. Yeah. Yeah. The thing is, I did again something else I was not prepared for, is that like. Similar to like in World Youth Day, trading like bracelets and flags and things like that, and shirts change? even change, yeah, change, <laughs> change. Um, in at NCYC, everybody wears funny or just ridiculous hats and like trades those. So like basically anything in hat form, like people with like different animals on their hats and like different like. Like, there was hot dog hats and pizza hats and cornstalk hats, like, sometimes related to where you were coming from, what region of the country. And, like, at first I thought, oh, this is a cool little 
like youth group thing I could see kids getting like a kick out of this and then like I walked out of this one conference room and like suddenly I was just surrounded in all these people like everyone from teenagers to grown adults to priests like in these funny hats and I was like no no this isn't right (laughs) (laughs) something really unsettling about this what would be the hat you would wear I would think a Statue of Liberty hat. We actually had our our group had a the the diocese had some cool like American hats. They kind of looked like what Apollo Creed wore in uh in Rocky Four. Mm, that's cool, like a top hat. I saw but, those. Um, I would have I would have just brought like Mets and Yankees hats, but that that's just good. me. I I always feel weird with the free hug signs. I um. Any, I specifically at Steubenville conferences when I would bring groups, I would tell the girls, I was like, if people have free hug signs and stuff, just don't go up to them. They're just trying to get hugs. <laughs> well, I don't really pick, like hugs all that much. Yeah, I, and I was kind of like, oh, I got a bunch of young girls in my youth group. I don't want these guys just trying to hug them. I, I felt, I remember one kid said, was like, oh, I got free hugs, and I was like, get out of here. <laughs> and then he just looked at me and walked away. Um. One one funny thing that a uh, funny story I thought I don't know if you saw this Nolan but um, so Matt Marr played on the Friday night and then kind of like yeah it was like all the kids come there's a DJ and then Matt does just a concert he didn't lead adoration although he did sing some songs for adoration um, mm-hmm. so everyone's pumped up like you're in a football stadium the the it's in the round so there's like kids surrounding the whole stage um and he's getting all pumped up and then there's like an intro thing and uh he's going to go out into his microphone and um there's three risers there's a riser for the keyboard the drummer and the guitar player so he goes to give a bunch of kids high fives goes to run in between the riser of the drummer and the key player but there's like a rack that the key player plugs a bunch of plugins between mm-hmm. the drummer and the keyboard player. So as he's running, he remembers that the keyboard rack is there. So he tries to get on the riser, slips and falls on his back. Yeah. In front of 25,000 kids. He played it off really good though. He played it off really good. He eventually posted the video on his Instagram. However, he got pretty cut up. That like really, yeah. He had he's uh, he had to go. We left Indianapolis that night around. Uh, I'm trying to think around nine thirty, and got back to Nashville around two a.m. And I had to get off the bus to meet up with the Toby bus, and then he went to the ER. It was pretty pretty mm-hmm. tough. Wow. And yeah, because that was literally right at the beginning of his performance. Right at the beginning, but nonetheless, but he stuck it out. Hysterical. He stuck it Catholic, out. Posted he's on the Instagram. Catholic Dave Grohl. He's the Catholic Dave Grohl. Go. So, and then something else that I was going to say. Um, so we have I, I've mentioned the whole spork thing on the podcast, right? Mm-hmm. Yes. So the, we back in the old days. Maybe not in a while. Not in a while, but Kyle, a friend of mine from a group, Popple, they played a main session, and then Spork was supposed to do like a side stage thing, but because of my hectic schedule, we had to postpone, but we'll be back at it this weekend in Tulsa, Oklahoma, for anyone listening in Tulsa. 
which is no one. But before we did that, Nolan, I want to try this thing out where it's just something I do for fun. And I just wanted to see if it will translate on the podcast. So right now I have a balloon in my mouth. So I'm going to blow the balloon up. You know when you're bored, you just want to make, just want to like to see what a balloon noise makes. So I just. <laughs> so I was going to do that at NCIC, but we didn't, we didn't have a chance to. So do you think that anyone was missing out? I think so. I think I think everybody missed the boat on that one. <laughs> I think it was a huge missed opportunity. I mean, yeah, Matt Marr, what you do is great, but can you do this? Can you do this? <laughs> oh, that's my favorite thing to do in the world. And on that note, we'll be right back. Welcome back to the Untitled Catholic Podcast. Father Sean, you had referenced a text message with Nolan uh, that you guys want to talk about uh, as we begin said Advent season. Yeah, I don't think we need to talk about everything that was discussed in the text message. Uh, it, but but the thing that was the most, it was all about Mary, like our mother Mary, not um, somebody that we know named Mary. Um, and I think one of the things that was an interesting um part of the conversation was this notion that a lot of times so as Catholics we don't worship Mary we venerate Mary um, we believe her to be sinless conceived without original sin um, and never to have committed a sin so we venerate Mary and she's the greatest of the saints and as as Mary's um, as the mother of God uh, What? <laughs> I thought maybe he was anticipating using that. That yeah. Are, are you are you going to try to interrupt me with the balloon, or you just no? I was, not... I, I was I was just seeing if the balloon was going to still work because I I'm running out. So it works. Okay. So um, we we venerate Mary, and I, Nolan brought up a good point about um, having a conversation with. Um, with somebody who kind of was like, well, Mary's just like us. And I think that's something that I, I kind of wanted to talk about on the podcast. Would you like to um, take that a little bit further, Nolan? 
Yeah, I, I don't know. It's just it's just a thing that's like come up in, in recent conversations I've had with people and, and interactions with people on on social media. Um, just this idea that there's so many, even Catholics, like want to just kind of relegate Mary to um, just being like one of us, you know, and. And, and I get it, you know, she's a human. She's she's not God. I mean, let's let's put that right on the table right away. She's not she's not divine. Um, so she's 100% human and, and only human. But that being said, like, there's a really, really special place for Mary in, in according to our church teaching. And being the mother of God, being without sin, um, there's something very, very special about her. And um, I think is it's dangerous to overstate um, her humanity, and we tend to think of her as just one of us because the reality is that she did not experience sin. She she was without sin. She was tempted to sin, but um, she is what it means to be a human being. I think it something that someone said to me really sums it up best. Um, Mary's sinlessness is what makes her human because she's human in the best form, human in the best way possible. Um, she's like the peak human right being. what we were basically what sense? we were created to be exactly and, but but that's but because of sin and and our wrestling with sin, that's not our experience right which is why she's so, not like us, which is why we to a certain extent, um, and I don't mean this in a way that's like derogatory, but we can't relate to her in the sense that we can't be like, well, you should be more like Mary. Like, yes, we, we, mm. we should be, but it's not something that's going to be possible because we're already starting out from a different starting point because we've already yeah. sinned. I mean, it's, it's it goes along the lines, of, and, you know, obviously um, Jesus was talking about about God, but you know, he says, "Be perfect as your heavenly Father is perfect." He says that, knowing that we're we're gonna fall short of being right. perfect, but the idea is the trying anyway. And I think Mary is is where we, you know, specifically in our response to God, in our, in our reaction to God, in our response to to God's invitation, Mary is the ultimate model for right. that. And I also don't like when people turn Mary into like this uh, porcelain statue. Where it's like, oh, Mary, you should be like Mary, and Mary never spoke up, and Mary was no, no, Mary, she wasn't weak in any kind of way. No, and I, no. I love the the quote from Saint Maximilian Colby, where he says, "Never be afraid of loving the Blessed Virgin too much. You can never love her more than Jesus did." Mm-hmm. I love that too. I've used yeah. that before. So how, as Father Sean, what, what do you recommend then, like, as we approach Advent, how can we approach our relationship to Mary? I like, think, how, like, well, I mean, obviously things like the rosary are important and, and, and stuff like that. But just when we, when we pray, I, I think one of the things to really think about is the idea of Mary saying yes to the angel Gabriel, Right. That idea of here's mm -hmm. a young woman who, when the angel appears to her and tells her she's going to bear the Son of God, she says, thy will be done. Like, let it be done unto me according to your will. Like, 
that that receptivity, that openness to the will of God in her life. And I think that's something that we can dwell on. And how how can I be more receptive and and, and open to the will of God? How important that and, is. And that's why I I love Marian theology because I think it it really does speak to our relationship with God. And if we dwell on things, like you said, like Mary's response being, thy will be done. I mean, if we really look at our lives, like how often have we really just straight up said without any reservation to God, thy will be done. I mean, almost even when I do make the right decision, ultimately, it's, it's usually kicking and screaming and it's usually with, you know, clauses and and different (laughs) things that I'm trying to add in and, and negotiate with God. Like, just dwell on that, like that idea of Mary saying, Thy will be done without any reservation, without any doubt, without any um, fear or despair, and you got it. Like, like that's that's the way we should be living our lives in, in relationship to and, Christ. And especially during uh, Advent, because, th- well, this will be released right before Advent starts, but this idea that as we're getting ready to welcome the newborn Christ... Right, we want to welcome him into our minds and our hearts, um, and Mary being the first tabernacle who carried Jesus in her womb. Right, that that openness to to having Christ. Right, like we we want to be able to try to imitate that. Obviously, we won't, you know, um, succeed every time. But you know, she prays for us and brings us to her son. And that's one of the things I like about that idea of. The visitation when she visits Elizabeth, she brings Jesus to her to her cousin, you know, mm. and that idea that she's constantly bringing us to Christ, and and so um, that 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 idea and, and and that receptivity on our part to allowing Christ into our lives, and and Elizabeth recognized yeah. that recognized that her Lord was with them, so that's you know just another. Another feather in the cap for Mary, you know, to put it in layman's terms, is, you know, she, uh, you, you can't grow closer to, to Mary without growing closer to, to Christ. Just, she, she brings him wherever right. she goes. If, you're, if you have an authentic relationship with Mary, it will help you have an authentic relationship with Jesus. And again, and that's what we're supposed to do. Like, we're supposed to be living tabernacles. We're right. supposed to be, but, but we fall short of that. So it's like, again, I don't want to sound like a broken record, but look at Mary and look at the way throughout her life from the the moment Jesus was born or conceived to the moment he died and rose again and, and went back to, like, she her, her mission, her, her job was always the will of God and bringing others to him. Do what he tells yeah. you to do. Like, that's, those, those are, those are her words. Did I say yeah, that you right? said that. I didn't. I didn't. I didn't <laughs> think I needed to add to it. <laughs> I know. Yeah, I, I know. I was just letting it soak in. That was good. Yeah. See what happens when you guys text each other these things. Well, I just I had it on my heart, and so I I, I was having conversations with a few different people last night. But do you um, do you bring this up to like? Is this something you'll bring up to your students? Yeah. In a in in. Maybe not in the exact same way, but, um, you know, when, when this conversation always comes up because, um, so many students love that song that you're going to hear a million times 
between now and Christmas mm. in Mary Oh, Mary I hate Mary that song. The answer's yes. The answer's yes. Yeah, the Catholic nerd in me just has to like be like, you know. All right, it's a nice song, but let me explain. <laughs> Mary knew. The angel told her. The angel told her. But but here's my thing. Here's my thing. <laughs> it's, it's, good, it's a good version when Pentatonix does it because you hear. Mary, did you don't believe I understand you've listened to it before. No, I've never heard that song. <laughs> but here's the thing. Sorry, I cut you off with my uh, Acapulco version. Yo, I don't even know what I was going to say. I just... Uh... The thing is, is that um, if if the saints, if like some of the, the saints, like we hear stories about the saints who just were so in tune to, to God's will and so just so having like ecstatic, like um, supernatural experiences all the time and encounters with with the, um, you know, the supernatural world, like uh, then of, then of course Mary knew, like, of course that she did. She's the queen of saints. And so it's just, it's such a no-brainer to me that, that Mary was absolutely in tune to what was going on. And not to say that, you know, she didn't have, um, you know, that she didn't have temptation and she didn't have, um, you know, a certain degree of fear. But, like, none of that stuff ever, like, overtook her. Like, it was always, the will, the will of God was always in control for her. Well, I know yeah. my mom will be very upset that you guys don't like that song. That's all right. She can like it. I, I'm not going to tell her. I break a lot of hearts when I tell her. <laughs> I've used that song. I've used the pentatonics video at youth group before. I, as I shared this with Father Sean a couple of days off the air. I really want to record a version of that, like a Catholic commentary version of that song. Mary, did you know? Yes, she did. Yes. <laughs> Mary, did you? <laughs> yep. Well, I mean, that's a little detailed there. You know, <laughs> walking on water. Yeah, I mean, did she specifically exactly know that he that. was going to walk on water? I don't know if that was the case, but so a lot of the other stuff, but like it, it could go a number of ways because it could it could be like a nerdy like um, priest voice, like Father Sean, just like basically explaining the truths, or it could be like a totally like snotty like girl's voice being like. Uh, yeah, <laughs> like, the angel told me so. <laughs> oh, that's sexist. Which would not be very Marian either. <laughs> like, like, well, that's, that's taking an, a, like, a stereotype of a, a girl Mary's age now and applying it to, right. <laughs> to Mary. Exactly. A Long Island girl exactly. of Mary's age now, specifically Long Island or Jersey. Um, so that, that actually brings me up. I think we have time for one more question, um, which I think I'll ask Nolan. As you're talking about these songs, uh, there's a lot of secular musicians and just people um, for like a Mariah Carey, for instance, that tend to make a profit off of Christmas songs. So I was just curious to hear your overall opinion, uh, if you think it's good or what, what do you think about that? 
Oh, I feel very, very, very strongly about this. There's, there's a, an opinion I definitely hold, and basically, what it comes down to. Amen. Is... Snakes in a basket. <laughs> I was right there. Now you snake, get snake. off your soapbox. Uh, all right, for one hundred yeah, Justin well, points. Snakes, snakes. I don't know, no snakes. I don't know, snakes. What movie's that? From? Home Alone. I think we both knew that. Home Alone. Yeah, I said the title, and Nolan was finishing the quote, so I think we could safely say we both know that. Well, for the, for the record, I'll update everyone as as December goes by. I have created a social calendar that I call "Have Yourself a Very Bing Bong Christmas," and <laughs> it involves uh, weekly activities involving Christmas that I invite my friends to. So this Sunday kicked off with mass followed by uh pasta and then we all watched home alone so um soon uh the next thing coming up in case everyone's wondering uh looks like we're gonna be doing uh some sand volleyball this sunday night after mass um which i'm deeming snow volleyball because it's uh bing bong christmas so Nothing says Christmas like that's normal. right, and you know, like other things include visits to lights, uh, Christmas karaoke. All things Ike Ike doesn't like doing. All things that Ike doesn't like doing. So Ike, if you're listening, if you He's were not. here, <laughs> you're not. But if you were, if you were here, I would be going full court press to get you to like Christmas again. Have yourself. I remember, you know, a what? very Bing Bong Christmas. Being. Being without you this year, he might just find himself wanting to go out looking for lights. Here without you, baby. Like I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to have to call him. With or without you. With or All right. Well, I, I have to go. So I'm going to say God bless everybody who listened to us. You've been listening to the Untitled Catholic Podcast. See you next time. Kombucha.